which rookies should you be buying right now in your dynasty leagues? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. You can follow her on Twitter uh, at Kate Majuk. You can check out her work uh, at Pro Football Focus, at Behind the Steel Curtain with the Steelers just fired. Matt Canada, read all about that over there. Uh, we'd like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. This episode is dropping on Thanksgiving. Uh, but before the game start, Kate, we're going to tell you about some rookies that you should be buying in your dynasty leagues. And up first, Quentin Johnson from the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, let's talk about Quentin Johnson because I feel like he's been a, a little bit of a, a he's been a, a debatable topic as of late. And I, I think all of that kind of stems from the fact that, I mean, expectations are high, Marcus. We had a lot of expectations coming in. Uh, for for all of these rookie wide receivers, we had what four four rookie wide receivers go in the first round. We're finally starting to see a little bit of opportunity here pop up for Quentin Johnston, you know, who just generally has been outshined by the rest of his his receivers in his class to date this point. But um, you know, finally starting to get involved from a target share still looks really rusty, which given the draft capital, given the opportunity tied to, you know, just Justin Herbert as, as one of the best passers in the league right now, how could we not be buying Quentin Johnston? Even like, I've never been a Quentin Johnston fan. I never thought he was super refined coming into the league. You love the size and athleticism, but there's a lot of, of, I, I think room for growth. And I think there was when he was drafted, I don't think anybody should have expected based on what you saw from Quentin Johnston. I don't think anybody should have respected refinement at this point in his career. Like Jordan Addison, we knew he had, he had qualities of refinement to his game that Quentin Johnston didn't have. So like maybe this, you know, panic is a time to buy given the upside. So you and I had very similar thoughts on Quentin Johnston back in Feb February and March when we were doing some of our rookie kind of previews. Um, we had him down our list a little bit. Uh, I had some concerns about the drops, which you're starting to see play out a little bit. But now is the time to buy, even as somebody who isn't a big Quentin Johnston fan, because number one, the price has never been lower. Kate, last year when we started doing uh, those uh, – profiles he was being drafted as like the 48th player overall 48th overall now he's down to like 84 like we've, we've seen just a massive massive drop but here's here's the current price i'm going to give you some recent trades from dynasty league football 
and you tell me which side you'd rather be on. We've got Quentin Johnston for a 2024 second round pick. I'll take Johnston. Yeah. Quentin Johnston for Kendra Miller straight up. I'll take Johnston. Yeah. We've got Quentin Johnston for Trey McBride. Uh, do we know tight end premium? Yes. I'll lean McBride there. Okay. Uh, Quentin Johnston in a non tight end premium league. Cole Komet. Johnston. You can get, oh my gosh. Quentin Johnston <laughs> in a 2024 third round pick for Demario Douglas. Oh my God. Quentin Johnston. So what are thing. we doing here? Like, even, the, I mean, even though he hasn't produced, you, you can get him for nothing right now. Here's the, like, I, I just pulled up my pre draft report on Quentin Johnston, 6'4, 215 pounds. Um, four, four speed, which you love to see that at that kind of size. Um, you know, again, all of the, the notes that I wrote, it's incredible. Like he, he's, um, you know, a, a solid route runner. The biggest bold in my notes that I had was physical lacks physicality at the catch point. He plays a little small for his size. Mm-hmm. And that is a hundred percent exactly what you've seen to this point from Quentin Johnston. He should be just outmatching, you know, these quarterbacks with his no. physicality. And you don't see that. But no. that's not to say that he doesn't have, a, you know, a lot of the traits, a lot of the athleticism, a lot of it, everything you'd really want in a, a feature wide receiver. He's got the size to play on the outside. Like he just needs his physicality to match, uh, you know, some of that size that he actually has. And, you know, it, Again, he kind of it feels like he was drafted to be like almost the heir apparent to Mike Williams. And, you know, I don't think we should have been. He wasn't he wasn't drafted, I, I think, to be an immediate asset in this passing offense. So the fact that he was kind of thrust into this role due to the season ending injury to Mike Williams, I do think that that's kind of forcing his his ADP down a bit more than. It really should because nobody should have really expected him to do anything to begin with. Like, yeah, this is where we're at currently of the price for Quentin Rich, or sorry, for Quentin Johnston. He was being drafted at times ahead of the pre draft process as wide receiver one in this rookie class. We are down to going into at least November, wide receiver seven. And that's going to change because Tank Dell was being drafted after him. I mean, I'm, I don't want to speak for you, but. Got to believe that you're going to take Tank Dell over Quentin Johnson, correct? Correct. And I mean, Marcus, that's not even looking at like the future sort of of this team. I mentioned obviously Quentin Johnston going to be tied to Justin Herbert, uh, but you also have like Keenan Allen, who's who's aging, right? Yep. He's going to be 32 next year. Um, you know, he's I, he might not contract. be back. He might not be back. He he does have a little bit of dead cap, but like there was already rumblings that. He might not be back here in 2022. Obviously he did return, but you know, you have Mike Williams, then he's going to be a free agent in 2025. Like coming off an ACL injury, coming off an ACL injury. And like, if the development and trajectory of Quentin Johnston goes as planned, like he could be in line for one of the, the, you know, huge year two, year three breakout. He just, there's that, you know, he's got to work on his physicality at the catch point and, if he matches that, he's got every other tool yeah. that 
like the upside, the draft capital, it's just too great at this point not to be buying. We've also seen this happen in the past, a highly drafted receiver going in with a elite quarterback and struggling right away. Now I'm not saying he's going to be Devonte Adams, but to look at Devonte Adams rookie year with green Bay. He was atrocious. And I believe by every metric, he was the worst wide receiver in football, really struggled with drops, struggled getting open. And then obviously we saw how that turned out. And again, I'm not predicting that he becomes Devonte Adams, but some of these receivers who come into the league that are not very well refined and they're more just playing off their athleticism do take some time to develop. So if it only costs me Kendra Miller to go grab Quentin Johnston and have a piece of the Chargers offense with Justin Herbert going forward, I'm going to do that all day. And I like Kendra Miller. So like the fact that I'm leaning toward the upside of Quentin Johnston, take that as somebody who's very much not bought in to Quentin Johnston, who's buying into the current price of Quentin Johnston. All right, Kate, let's talk about tight ends and the ones that you should be buying right now because Sam Laporta continues to be awesome. Dalton Kincaid is on a ridiculous run over the last couple of weeks. Who is the tight end that you should be buying in your dynasty leagues right now? We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. All you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun that I've had playing DFS for so many different reasons, but I love how many different players that you can choose from and how many different stat projections. It's absolutely fantastic. They also have a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. That's for football and basketball games. If you have a player that gets injured in the first half and does not return for the second, your entry is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepix.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepix.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. We're going to continue talking about some rookies that you should be buying in your dynasty leagues. But we wanted to tell you that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows that are covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Okay, let's talk about the tight end position, which this has been a great tight end class. I mean, we've, we've mm-hmm. got some awesome tight ends. Sam Laporta up to being tight end one in Dynasty. Dalton Kincaid, tight end five. Luke Musgrave, tight end 10. But which tight end should you be buying right now? Based on the, the current uh, Dynasty rankings, it's got to be Michael Mayer, right? Like this, you know kind of quintessential he is the the perfect picture of the tight end position i think coming out you know of this class 
we got very enamored with some of the receiving options, which, of course, Dalton Kincaid, Sam Laporta, um, great threats as receivers. But when you're looking at, you know, who is the most balanced tight end, like just overall blocking, receiving, do-it-all type guy, it's Michael Mayer coming into this class, uh, coming off the 2022 season, uh, led all tight ends in deep catches, deep, uh, deep receiving yards, contested catches, like has some incredible physicality, seventh and missed tackles force ap- after receptions. Um, like he can work the field just as well as any tight end, but like you want to talk about career longevity. You want to talk about um, the overall ability of a tight end to remain on the field for you know, 60, 70, 80% of snaps, it, you're going to ask, you know, your, your tight end to, to do a little bit of everything. And I think that's Michael Mayer. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of things going for Michael Mayer right now. Number one of the premier tight ends in this class, he's the cheapest, right? We, we kind of lumped Laporta, Kincaid, Musgrave and Mayer together. Um, and before the draft, before the draft process, Michael Mayer was tight end one, right? Um, He's the cheapest by far right now. So check. That's one positive. Number two, this Raiders offense is not good. It, it's it's just not good. Ed O'Con- well, I know. Shocker. Aid O'Connell it has been, he's been fine for a fourth round rookie, but he's not the long-term answer. I can promise you that the Raiders are not going to go into the 2024 season with Aiden O'Connell. So that means, and I, we'll see who the quarterback is. Maybe they go outside Kirk Cousins. Maybe they draft somebody. This passing offense is going to get better because it frankly can't get much worse. And that's just going to give Mayer a lot bigger upside. In the meantime, we're even seeing his role in the offense start to grow. Like this week, four catches for 46 yards. Last week, he caught a touchdown. He's getting more involved in the offense. It also doesn't hurt, Kate, that he's the youngest of all these tight ends. Tight end is a a position that takes some time to develop. Uh, You look at somebody like, Dalton Kincaid, 24 years old, spent a lot more time in college. Uh, I'm buying Michael Mayer. I think by this time next year, it won't shock me at all if he's a top five dynasty tight end pretty easily. Yeah. And Marcus, like you look at, you know, I think comparatively, right. I coming into this season, I feel like the, the whole narrative was like, you know, rookie tight ends, they can't produce, but we've seen Sam Laporta. We've seen Dalton Kincaid kind of, um, overcome that in a big way. And I think it's because of the fact that they are not as balanced a tight end as Michael Mayer. Like you look at Michael Mayer, like I said, he's kind of a complete package. He's got the ability to block, which, you know, I think that that in and of itself, a very specific skill set. you know, he's got uh, the ability to play as a receiver, but he's had the, the intricacy of learning both of those nuanced aspects of the tight end position. You look at Dalton Kincaid, Sam Laporta, who haven't been asked to play as much of that balanced role, and it, it simplifies it a little bit, right? Like there's a reason that it, it, the tight end position takes a while to develop, and it's because they're kind of learning two different positions at the same time, and and that is a very steep learning curve uh, for you know a, a twenty a spry twenty two year old uh, just learning their way through the league, like. Michael Mayer, because his his role is a bit new, more nuanced in this field, I do think like yes, the the breakout might take longer to achieve, but 
the the kind of longevity that I project for Michael Mayer long term in the NFL um, as a receiver, especially if the Raiders can figure this out and and figure out an answer uh, to the the quarterback position. Um, you know, I, I think this is going to be a a great buy low opportunity. Just you know, especially given the circumstances of the Laporta and Kincaid breakouts comparatively. Yeah. You're going to be disappointed if you're holding on to Michael Mayer, but that, that kind of production for the the rest of the the players in his class here, probably going to continue to slowly keep forcing down that, uh, that ADP here for Michael Mayer to the point where like, yeah, you should be buying period. Yeah. and don't get me wrong. Like we love Sam Laporta. I mean, Kate, yes. you know, like whenever I talk about Sam Laporta, a little tear comes out of my eye because I love, <laughs> love him that much, but I'm not paying tight end one prices for Sam Laporta right now. Like if you drafted him in the second round of your rookie drafts, congratulations. Like you have a star in your hand, but now I want to go out and get Michael Mayer because I think he has a real chance to see his value just go way, way up over the next year. Because again, this Raiders offense will not be as bad next year. They 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 really they're operating without an offensive coordinator right now. They're starting a fourth round rookie. Uh, it, it's pretty bleak. I, the Raiders are going to have too good of a record to probably draft a rookie quarterback. So to me, I think they're going to be like in the veteran quarterback market. Maybe some whispers that Kyler Murray could be an option for them. Maybe they go out and get Kirk Cousins. All of those guys would just instantly raise the floor and the and the ceiling for Michael Mayer. So buy now before the situation gets better. And uh, he is one of the hardest working players in this Raiders team. Everybody talks about how how he wants to be great, how hard he's working to become a, a great player. He's the type of guy that you want to invest in because you're gonna you're gonna get the dividends here coming up in the next year or so. All right, Marcus. So tight end 11 in the most recent batch of Dynasty ADP, like you mentioned, that is behind, you know, Sam Laporta, Luke Musgrave, Don Kincaid. Um, but one player that he is rather close to in the ADP ranks is uh, our our big guy, Jake Ferguson, tight end for the Dallas Cowboys, second year tight end. Uh, who would you rather have knowing they're that close? If you could just swap one for one, would you prefer Michael Mayer or would you prefer Jake Ferguson? And, you know, or, mayor, you know, mayor, and I'm not even all that close mm. either because we should mention this guy. Uh, the Cowboys drafted Luke Schoonmaker in the second round of the 2023 draft. He scored a touchdown last week. He was, I believe, Pro Football Focus's highest graded tight end from week 11. It's not to say that Schoonmaker is going to eat into Jake Ferguson's production, but it's clear that the Cowboys want to use multiple tight ends. Dak loves throwing to multiple tight ends. I would just rather have Mayer, who I think pretty quickly is going to become a 100% snap guy for the Raiders. Does it matter at all uh, if you're in a win-now position? Would you prefer Jake Ferguson or? Yes. Yeah. If, if you're in a championship window this year, I would prefer Ferguson. But okay. any, unless you are like, you know, number one or number two in your league, I'd prefer Mayer. But okay. I, I got to believe that if you're already in a championship window, you probably have a better tight end situation. All right. I like it. All right. Okay. Let's talk about some deep flyers that you should go out and trade for now. Maybe in some of these cases, you don't even have to trade for them because they are on the waiver wire. We will get to that next.
Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. Every day, Kate and I will be back on Friday to break down all of the action from today's games on Thanksgiving. We've got three fun games. I'm sure there's going to be some big takeaways. Get you ready for week 12. Can't believe we're already here. Uh, Kate, let's let's do some deep flyers. Who are some guys way down on your list that you are looking to add? All right. First, we got to talk about uh, my my good guy, Michael Wilson, uh, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, who, um, you know, again, like didn't didn't necessarily have the draft capital. He was drafted in the third round by the Cardinals this offseason. But, you know, like so he's not like the first round guy. He's not the second round guy. But, man, if Michael Wilson would have been healthy in his time at Stanford, I think we might have seen Michael Wilson uh, creep up into the first or second round. Um, just such a, a absolute physical specimen. It, you love his movement. Like the way that we say Quentin Johnston isn't nuanced yet in the wide receiver position. Like though he's got the, the athleticism, the skills, like Michael Wilson has all of that. And then some like Michael Wilson, just he, he plays the, the wide receiver position in a way that, you know, you don't often see in third round picks. Right. Um, just the way he moves, the way he's he's able to break routes. Like the Michael Wilson is a very talented wide receiver. Now he is in a position on this offense with obviously a lot of question marks. This could be a team in position to draft one of the top quarterbacks in this class, whether it be Drake May, whether it be Caleb Williams. Like regardless, they're going to be in a position to make a decision at the quarterback position, but. I don't think it matters, right? Like you're, you know, whether it's Kyler Murray, whether it is one of these other top prospects, I still think that the opportunity is going to be there. I just really like Michael Wilson, the the player, um, if he can remain healthy now, like over the last two seasons, right? Barely played any games, 10 games over his last two seasons at Stanford, like the health issues were, were tremendous, but when healthy, I think that this could be one of like the most refined wide receivers that you could possibly have drafted in the third round. Absolutely stunned at the senior bowl. Now uh, has shown some flashes here as a rookie has shown some, some, you know, big play potential has shown some of that, you know, refinement early on, but obviously like playing behind Marquise Brown, that Marquise Mm -hmm. Brown final year of his contract We'll see if this team's in a full rebuild. I don't know that I picture them bringing back Marquise Brown. I don't know if you feel differently, um, but doesn't seem. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like he is in. Uh, he is a foundational player uh, that you are going to necessarily look to rebuild this offense with, right? Um, I think Wilson could be in for a ton of opportunity, but again, I just really love the player. I love. Uh, the way he plays the wide receiver position, um, you know, not necessarily like he's like, I, I think the opposite of Quentin Johnston. If I yeah, could come up really with is. the the opposite of player, like, again, not necessarily that huge athlete, but just the the feel for the position is so innate for a guy like Wilson that I think, you know, the the Cardinals, regardless of what they do at quarterback, Wilson's going to be fine. And I think the more reps he gets, the the more uh, experience he gets. Because again, like I said, only 10 games over the last two seasons. Um, so he he's still got, I, like I think, plenty of room to grow, right? Yep. Uh, how, how deep do you want to get for my last one here? Really deep. Okay. 
Uh, I'm gonna, let's, let's walk through a situation. So we're going to go back to our Raiders, okay? Do you believe that Devontae Adams will be on this team in 2024? No. Do you believe that Hunter Renfro will be on this team in 2024? I don't think the team wanted him to be on the team no, in 2023. He's still not playing right now. Okay. <laughs> Jacoby Myers is a really nice complimentary player, right? They have mm-hmm. Michael Mayer, who we think is going to have a good situation. I'm of the belief, as we mentioned in the previous segment, that the Raiders are going to go out and get a veteran quarterback like Kyler Murray. I'm going to mention that name again. If you have a quarterback like Kyler, you're going to need somebody who has some speed, right? Mm-hmm. Trey Tucker is a receiver that the Raiders drafted in the third round this year. He's already playing ahead of Hunter Renfro. And Kate, last week alone, he had seven targets. It, it, for a third-round rookie receiver to get seven targets on a team with Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, Michael Mayer, is saying something. Now, he's not big, but he's got a ton of speed. He makes plays down the field. On the final play of the game, who did Aiden O'Connell target? Not Adams, not Myers, not Mayer. It was uh, Trey Tucker. So whether or not that was like a smart move, yeah, that's probably debate that later. But (laughs) he's wide receiver eighty-five right now in your dynasty leagues, so he's probably on the waiver wire. Go pick him up, stash him a little bit. The Raiders absolutely love him. Love him. Go grab him right now while he's still free. He might be available, uh, it, like for real, for real, uh, yes. on your your dynasty waiver wire. I love that. Um, let's go one more deep before we we close out today's show. I want to shout out running back Chris Rodriguez, six round pick out of Kentucky for the Washington Commanders. Look, he's a big boy, he's five eleven, two hundred and twenty four pounds. Like, uh, you know, as a, a second year junior, fourteen hundred plus scrimmage yards, twelve touchdowns, like. This was a guy that was productive out of Kentucky, obviously doesn't have a ton of draft capital, but Hey, this is kind of an era where we're seeing draft capital might not matter so much. Uh, we're seeing, you know, Jalen Warren, come on, Isaiah Pacheco, like uh, maybe draft capital doesn't matter all as much as we think it does uh, for some of these rookies, but just in limited opportunities this season, it played some really nice football, um, you know, in, in what uh, four games this season he's had, uh, some carries, which again, not necessarily amounting to a ton, but um, as a rookie, averaging 5.2 yards per attempt just last week, uh, had a, a really nice uh, outing against the Giants, which, you know, favorable matchup, but mm-hmm. six carries, 43 rushing yards. Um, not going to be like a huge PPR guy, but you look at this offense and it, you see Antonio Gibson in the final year of his contract. They're going to need, you know, I think just some bodies, right? And to this point, even uh, Antonio Gibson banged up. We might continue to see this role for Chris Rodriguez grow. Even this year, um, I I think that this could be a nice insurance policy, right? 100% agree. Uh, This is a good offense. Like, And I think Eric Biennemi is going to stick around for a while. We'll see what happens with Ron Rivera. But it's a good offense, and I just want to grab as many pieces as possible because they are putting up points. They're in a division where they have to score a lot of points. Uh, I think that's an absolutely fantastic call. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every single day. Again, we will be back tomorrow to break down all of the action from Thanksgiving Uh, So make sure you tune in for that. Check out our show on YouTube where we post shows every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. 
Go follow Kate on Twitter at Kate Majuk. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We will see you right back here tomorrow.